Do you want to bring balance to all the wireless radiation fields in your life, including 5G? The Omnia Radiation Balancer is a small sticker you can stick on any device. It changes the state of the field and creates a new resonance between the wireless radiation and your energy field. On the link below you'll see all our testing results that show how the body responds excellently once you've made this change in your life. And here's a special offer for the Journey to Truth crowd. Just enter the word TRUTH in caps at the checkout for your 10% discount. It's easy to bring balance back to your body with the Omnia Radiation Balancer. Well, we don't call UAP either. Right. That's a, yeah, my, my, the Admiral said that that was just a, a scam to try to uh, divert attention away from all oh, yeah. the history that is behind uh, the yeah. UFO community. Yeah, I agree. It's like, yeah, they're like rebranding they're it. Rebranding. Right, right. Yeah. That's what you, yeah. So you guys know the, the correct oh, yeah. way to describe what they're trying to do. Yeah. So that's that's the ICC. You know, we go over uh, who's the enemy. You know, the ICC, the Nazis. ICC is the, the United States military. The ICC, interplanetary corporate conglomerate, the Nazis, and then that that is actually uh, on the Draconian Empire, who they made an agreement with back in '56. Okay. And of course, it it goes further back because, uh, like Corey said, it's a 250,000 year old 250,000 year old genetic engineering program. There's well, actually 26 programs, and not experiments, or genetic engineering programs. We were all GEMO'd. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, tonight we're joined by Dan Cooper. So Dan was somebody who I came across. Uh, he commented on our episode with Dan Willis. Um, in that episode, we were talking about how no one actually has proof to verify these secret space programs, and he came in with a comment. He's like, I know somebody who does have proof, and... I was like, oh, yeah, who? And then he's like, it's me. <laughs> so uh, we ended up uh, getting each other's contact information. And we've been talking for a few months now, I would say, Dan. And um, some really, really great information. I've been looking forward to this one for a while. Uh, it's going to be uh, we're going to go over his testimonies, some current stuff, um, just a lot of what's going on right now. There's tons to cover. This is going to be a two-part episode, maybe even more, depending on um, how deep we actually go. Uh, before we get started, guys, just a reminder of the promo codes. Journey to Truth 10 gets you 10% off Hopewell Farm CBD. If you're looking for a new CBD to try, I highly recommend it. Really good stuff. And they have a, a free shipping for any purchases over $200. They offer veteran discounts. Uh, they even accept crypto payments, any co any coins on Coinbase. And then Teespring, we have 15% off of all of our Teespring merchandise with promo code CGI Joe. And uh, that gets you 15% off all of our merchandise. And that's not a bad deal. I realized that some of the Teespring stuff can get pretty pricey with shipping. So uh, take advantage of it while, we, while we're offering that. Um, other than that, uh, welcome to the show, Dan. I'm uh, glad to have you. Thanks. So yeah, good. Shoot, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean, uh, from people have gathered already from the thumbnail and the description um, what this is about. 
um, your experience in the secret space program in the military. But we've decided that we're going to cover, we want to get into some of the current information that you're privy to right now. Um, some of the chatter that's going on behind the scenes that maybe other people aren't aware of. And I was just curious on what your take is on what's actually going on right now is in space and with these corporations and uh, liberation of earth from the draconian empire, all that stuff. What does that look right. like right now? Right. Yeah, it's really, yeah, that's really what's most important is what's current. Cause that's, because uh, it impacts the fall of humanity on the surface that were we that were traded into slavery in 1956, but they didn't really have a choice. Uh, I have to go back to some history. When I say something, there has to be some history behind it. The the Nazis actually defeated the United States in 1952. It was actually July 19, July 19th, 1952. Um, they had actually developed the technology, warp one capability, and they had about, uh, I think it was uh, 36 ships that hovered over the Capitol for six hours. And if you actually go into the Washington Post, which was obscured recently, it actually said that they hovered over the uh, Capitol, uh, the White House for six hours. And it was really interesting because on that particular day, and there is proof, all of Congress was there in, at, the, at, at the Capitol building at that time, voting on uh, uh, the new um, patent laws actually. And so they were all there at that time. And, and the, uh, the Nazis actually beamed down uh, 600 troopers and they captured everybody and they forced them to sign um, a, P, a ceasefire agreement at the time. So on July 19, 1952, the Nazis forced the United States to surrender uh, by signing all of Congress, the president, everybody signed it, the ceasefire agreement. Then in 1956, the Nazis, of course, the United States had already surrendered to the United States. So in 56, whatever the United States signed, they had to sign according to the treaty that they had signed in 52 with the Nazis that they surrendered almost unconditionally. Uh, you fly 36 uh, Warp 1 ships over, over your building and all you have is machine guns. Yeah, you're going to surrender. So uh, we did. And the Nazis actually developed that technology on their own. A, a lot of uh, testifiers say that, that that technology was handed to the Nazis. It wasn't. The Nazis, the, the main aspect of the technology was the Sixth Force, which they purchased from Nikola Tesla in 1927 for $2 million. In today's currency, it's worth $50 million. And that was his price that he had laid out to the United States ever since he discovered the Sixth Force. The Sixth Force is an anti There are different forces, different energy forms. And everybody knows about electricity and magnetic energy. Those are different energy forms. And then the next one past that is the sixth force, which is anti-gravity. It's, it's an energy force that repels gravity at the speed of light. And so that allows for, permits warp one, uh, superluminal uh, transportation speed. And that's what the Nazis had. They had the sixth force and they actually purchased it from Nikola Tesla. And Nikola Tesla was trying to sell it to the United States for 27 years before he actually sold it to the Nazis because the U.S. wouldn't buy it. And he wasn't going to give it to them. They said, well, just give it to us, you know. And they said, no, I want two million because I want I want more research facilities to develop that uh, that energy force. And they wouldn't they just wouldn't do it. And uh, he had been. I can't say that word, but he had been cheated by so many United States um, corporate entities. Um, Westinghouse and some other people. They had cheated him for so many years. He got really sick of it. He finally, he finally decided to sell the Sixth Force to the Nazis. But it took 27 years of pleading to the United to the United States to sell the Sixth Force to them before he decided to sell it to the Nazis. And the Nazis took full advantage of it, and they won the war because of it. Um, those so, are highly kept secrets, by the way. <laughs> so, so yeah. Tesla was aware 
was he aware of what the Nazis were going to do with this technology when he sold yeah, it? Yeah, because because it was Nikola Tesla uh, participant. He not he didn't just sell the six. Well, you have to understand he had developed the six sports for twenty seven years, and there's actually two honorary patents in the patent database. There's only two patents of the six sports in the patent library. Remember, I'm a physicist and I write patents, so I I, I go into the patent library often. So there are two patents: one in 1921 that he filed. And another one, which is a modification of the 21 patent in 27, he was awarded the patent in 28 on anti-gravity. Basically, what he designed, it was an aircraft, anti-gravity aircraft using the six force. And I can show you the patents. Not right now. We'll do it another time. I'll, I'll give you all this stuff later, you know, when, uh, when I'll show, I'll show you the patents. But really, that patent was, uh, you know, how, you know, the Star Wars, you see the little scooters, the guys get on the scooters and they're about little, three feet off the ground. And they scoot along off the ground. That's a six force. That's a six force scooter. Uh, that's actually a real uh, a, 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 that's actually a real product. That's that scooter. Wow. <laughs> a lot of the stuff in Star Wars you see are actually real devices that the secret space program uses. And that was one of them. But Nikola Tesla invented it and patented, filed for a patent on it in 1921. So that's when the Nazis became aware of them because all patents are all patents at the time are everybody, everybody in the whole world is the major patent offices all get the preliminary patents. That's why the Nazis were aware of what Nikola Tesla had because he had filed that patent in 21. And then they actually sent uh, agents to see the device. Nikola Tesla did a demonstration in 21 of the device, but he said, no, I'm not going to sell it to you because I'm, you know, I'm still with the United States. I'm still, I'm a citizen of the United States. They still want these guys to purchase it. And they wouldn't do it all the way into 27. Finally in 27, when he started negotiating with the Nazis, they gave him a patent on, on the device in 28, but it was too late. He'd already sold the six, the six horse. And in 1901, Nikola Tesla had actually discovered, there's actually a drawing and some and some other uh, things, not a drawing, but photos of him transporting a gorilla from one cage into another using the six force. The six force can do many things. And Nikola Tesla had discovered how to make transporters in 1901 with the six force. Hmm. So all that, he sold all that technology to the Nazis. So the Nazis, uh, there was only one piece that Nikola Tesla didn't, there were two pieces that Nikola Tesla didn't invent that were necessary for the Warp 1 ship. One was the uh, mass reduction device that the Navy just released. That was actually done by a, a Nazi scientist, the mass reduction device, the one that uh, you guys know what I'm talking about, the mass reduction yeah. device, the pen. I, I actually have a T-shirt with it, with that right, pen right. on okay, the well, T-shirt. Yeah. That was actually that was actually invented by a Nazi. Mm -hmm. And so Nikola Tesla didn't develop every part of the Warp 1 ship. But in 1929, Nikola Tesla did patent it. He actually patented. And that that drawing that you see that of the, the ship, that is actually the 1929 patent, but that's not in the patent library. Um, the, the reason they put the 1921 patent in the library is because it's honorary to it's an honorary patent for Nikola Tesla to prove that he was the first one to patent all this stuff. And there are no other patents in the library that Nikola Tesla patented. He, the transporter was patented. The spaceship would go ahead. So is, is that the technology they use for the Nazi bell? The Nazi bell, uh, what the Nazi bell is, is it's an experiment. And, what, and you can see that big old cord that was attached to it. That's actually a one megawatt because uh, uh, it takes one megawatt to 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 um, you have to have you have to have enough electricity to release the six force. OK, it's hard to explain why that is. All right. Sure. But you need one megawatt of electricity to release enough of the six force to raise that bell. So the wire that was connected to the bell gave that one megawatt of electricity. 
but there was a Nazi scientist that developed, had developed an, an overunity device, an overunity generator the size of a chest that produced that one megawatt of electricity. And the reason I know that is because I actually reinvented it, that particular device. You can, a solid state device this big that I, that I invented will operate everything in your house, 25 kilowatts continuous, will operate everything in your house for 30 years straight because no, nothing moves, it's transformer technology. So the Nazis were, now Nikola Tesla also uh, invented over UDD generators, but his weren't as good as the Nazi ones. So the Nazis had provided two key pieces of technology that was necessary for warp one ship, but Nikola Tesla was the one that provided the sixth force. And that was of course the key piece of technology. Yeah. You know, were, the sixth force repels gravity at the speed of light. Wow. Yeah. And you 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 got all this it's like you've been bursting at the seams waiting to get this information out. <laughs> well, yeah, well I I I I always wanted to become a, I was practicing law for 25 years and the the CIA wouldn't let me. So it's hard to explain. When you're a super soldier, they assign a control they, the CIA assigns a controller to you, someone to watch you to make sure you don't get in trouble. Uh, because you're immune. You're immune from prosecution, you're immune from anybody messing with you. Because of the 20 years service that I did, that makes me immune and it makes me dangerous in a sense. So the CIA assigns a controller. So my controller, Bronco Belichewski, he died. And I'll tell you a lot about him in time. Uh, he said, well, I'm a white hat. You know, so we'll go over white hats. And he told me about white. He told me lots of stuff during the 17 and a half years I worked for the CIA as a paralegal. And they said, well, we're not going to let you have a law license because you're, you're too powerful. You know, you win every case you, you do. And and you've won every case for us. He said, there's the last thing we're going to do is give you a license to let you go out there and, and beat on the government. I had my original uh, legal work. I was uh, suing government. I was really good at it. I'm really good at suing government called Manda Mandamus. And I always wanted to be an inventor. So towards the end, uh, uh, towards the end of Bronco's life, he said, yeah, you, we looked into the looking glass and, and you need to pursue that. And I go, okay. So, but I couldn't really pursue it until I had retired, you know, until you get a retirement check, you got to, can't stop working for income because I was raising two kids. And so I couldn't really stop working until April, 2014. So on April 24, uh, on April, 2014, that's when I began my physics career when I got when I was getting a retirement paycheck from the government and I could work full time on that. And that's when I really started, but I started discovering all kinds, I started over, discovered over unity uh, right away within the first month. And I was, designing over unity generators. And that's when the Admiral came on to me that same month, because then they, when you discover over unity, they assign a controller to you. the NSA assigns, assigns a controller to you. So I had two controllers on me, you know, one because I was a super soldier, one because I was a physicist who discovered over unity. And then in September of 2014, I discovered the sixth force on my own. And then I started looking around for who, 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 who else had discovered it. Actually, the, uh, the NSA asked me that, that the Admiral asked me, he said, how many people? How many people have independently derived the sixth force other than you? And who was the first? And 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 I said, "Wow, you really want me to look that up?" And he goes, "Well, yeah, we're kind of curious if you can figure it out." So I did. I figured out Nikola Tesla was first, and I figured out uh, the evidence. I looked at the evidence and figured out said Nikola Tesla, and then a few others. I kind of guessed at the others because you can't really tell. You know, there's not that much evidence out there. But he said, "How many?" And I said, five. The CIA, my CIA controller, asked me the same thing. How many did that? how many independently derived six force like you did? And I said, it can't be any more than five. And he said, yeah, you're right. There's only five people in the world that ever done that. It ever independently derived the six force. And it was really kind of interesting. I mean, I'm going to actually tell you if you want to hear it. It's, I'll, I'll keep it quick. You want sure. to hear how, how it was done? 
Yeah. All right. So I'm sitting in my kitchen uh, uh, at my Yucca Valley house. Actually, I'm returning to my Yucca Valley house. Right now, I'm in Pueblo, Colorado, but I'm, I'm returning next month to my Yucca Valley house. That I share with my twin brother, who was also a super soldier with me. We were in the twin program, and we'll go over that, too. That's really cool. Yeah, I definitely want to get into that. Yeah, we'll really go over to the twin program. So both both he and I are real are real uh, famous in the secret space program as um, super soldiers, specifically dark feet, dark fleet super soldiers. Anyway, so I'm sitting in my kitchen and I hear this real loud rumbling and I thought it was like a rat in my dryer. And so I run over to the dryer, which was right behind me, the laundry room, looked in the dryer, nothing. I'm going, oh, this is really strange. And that happened about three times before I finally figured out it was actually lightning that was causing it and it was actually a force released. And so I contacted the admiral. I said, I just discovered a new energy form. And he said, oh, yeah, tell me how you did that. So what it, what it is, is lightning actually hits a specific element. It's actually aluminum oxide because I had to do the research. He said, well, take a couple of weeks off and, and, you know, see if you can figure it out. So I did. I figured it out. So lightning and, and there's a specific uh, uh, electromagnetic waveform that the lightning causes when it hits the ground or it actually starts from above. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's from lightning. I did the research on lightning. There was a bunch of... Uh, People in Florida to put out a lot of uh, scientists in Florida put out a lot of articles on what lightning does and all that. And so that's where I got that information from. And I found out the specific electromagnetic waveform and frequency that released the sixth force from the aluminum oxide, 13% aluminum oxide in the ground where I live. And the same thing in, in Colorado Springs where uh, Nikola Tesla discovered 13% aluminum oxide. So it's the aluminum, it's released from the aluminum. And then you see on the, um, what was that ship, the USS? In nineteen, no, 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 no. When when they did the Philadelphia experiment, it was the USS? Oh yeah. Oh um, man, we just did the. We just, we just covered this on. Um, okay, so the Philadelphia experiment is, yeah. is the United States trying to. They took Nikola Tesla's notes and they were trying to figure out how the six force was. Uh, uh, that Nikola Tesla had actually figured out how to how to use the six force to do true cloaking, and they took his notes and Nikola Tesla always leaves something out. So that was the. Uh, uh, anyway, the Philadelphia experiment, that was two inches of aluminum sheet on the on top of the ship. If you if you actually saw the original photos, you'll see the two inches thick of aluminum sheet plates on the on the uh, surface of the ship. And then they had the three the the the, the three quells two on two on the each of the bow and the and the and, and the stern and then one in the middle. And then that what that does is that 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 does the kind of the lightning uh, release of the uh, the lightning energy electromagnetic waveform that released the sixth force from the aluminum sheets on the deck. See, you understand what I'm trying to say? USS. So see, there's a lot. USS Eldridge. That's right, the Eldridge. Yeah. So if you look at the original photos, you'll see the two inches of thick aluminum sheet on the deck. Yeah. Well, see that that's the aluminum. See what happens is the electromagnetic waveform when it hits the aluminum sheet, it releases the sixth force. And then Nikola Tesla had figured out how to use that six force to phase shift matter one step in time behind, you know, just a moment in time. You just If you move matter one moment uh, in the past or the future in time, actually in the past, then, it, then it's no longer there. You can't see it, but it's there. And so the ship disappeared. That was they actually the, the experiment was a success, except they didn't realize what was going to happen to the people on board, but they were experimenting by putting all those sailors on board. They were wanting to see what was going to happen to the sailors on board. So they were experimenting, but they were trying to catch up to the Nazis because they didn't want to surrender to them. They knew they were going to have to surrender to them in 52 because they knew the Nazis had all this stuff, but they were trying to catch up. You can't catch up to Nikola Tesla, not going to happen. So they didn't catch up. 
That, that's what that's what the uh, uh, Philadelphia experiment was all about, the six fours. So anyway, so what happens is lightning comes down in my area. I'm, 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 I'm hanging out there in the summer of, of uh, 2014 and lightning comes down and it releases the six fours from the aluminum oxide in the sand. And then it and then and the six fours flies across at the speed of light uh, across the surface. And then what happens, what is steel amplifies the six fours. And so I had a, I had a steel chair in between my dryer. And it was just a little bit of, uh, of, of air space in between. So what happens when the six fourths goes in between the two sheets of steel? It, it makes them. It, uh, it causes a kinetic effect. Remember, because the six fourths repels gravity. That's a kinetic effect. And so it had a kinetic effect. And that kinetic effect sound is kinetic effect, and it caused it to rumble in the dryer. The dryer itself was was a sound uh, amplifier, and that was where the rumbling came from. So it took me a few times before I actually figured it out, and that's how I figured it out. That's how Nikola Tesla figured it out the same way. He had two sheets of steel sitting in his lab and the rumbling was going on. And he was like, wait a second, <laughs> this is something different. And he figured it out the same way I did. And and every all, the other five scientists who ever figured it out, figured it out the same way by accident. And yeah. there are different actual, yeah, there are different ways. For example, I don't I don't think can, it's by accident, first of all. I think I think somehow or another we're guided. You know, uh, yeah, des destiny, but I don't go that far. But that's cool. I agree with that. Anyway, so another proof of the six force is you guys, you guys ever, ever do any uh, construction work where you drop a lot of nails under the ground and then they go underneath in the sand deep. And then after every storm, the, the nails, the nails rise to the surface. Yeah. Well, that's the six force doing that and propels gravity. That's the six force. Oh, it's doing that. The six force is hitting the nails, the nails amplify the uh, uh, effect of the six gravity, and then they lift those nails through the sand, the wet sand, right to the surface. And you see it everywhere you go, and you go, you're always picking up nails from your house that the six fours keep releasing from the surface from the construction, and, and you never think about it, but that's true. And another proof of the six fours is, you, you've heard about the sailing rocks at the Death Valley? I don't know that's, if I have. The sail is called, yeah, sail, look it up, sailing rocks in Death Valley, and that's the six fours, and we'll go over that one again, but there are proofs. Every force is revealed in nature. And, and if then, you have the ability to observe it, like Boyd Bushman said, you know, nature speaks to us. If you have the ability to observe it, then you can see these things. Seven force appears in nature, eight force appears in nature. Well, and then you actually have patents for some of this stuff, correct? Your overunity device. I, I have and... six six preliminary patents on overunity devices, but the latest ones, the, the ones that are actually going to end up getting released, I didn't patent those yet. The um I like I said, you want to know what's going on. We're kind of, yeah, currently we're trying yeah. to come to current events, but I'm giving you some of the history. Yeah, no, right? that's great. It's all great. Believe me, this yeah. is stuff. But if that... you don't, yeah, but if you don't know some of the some of the reality of the past, and you won't understand what I'm telling you about the current. Well, yeah, it won't make sense to you. It won't make sense. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, um, I, we're I, gonna keep coming back to what's current. Okay, but I have to give you some history. All right. Yeah, but so that's, in the, go ahead. Um, sorry, I just could just to clarify, yeah, so I, I get that because there are people that are going to be listening to this um, who, if we just jumped into the current events without any, without front loading them with any information, any background um, at all, right? Yeah, they're they going to give. They go, they go, huh? You know, exactly, you know, and we want to make this digestible somewhat. We realize what we cover sometimes is, you know, just that it's just above yeah, and beyond. Be out there no matter what. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, yeah, I discovered six force, but, you know, people are like, what, what, you know, but so I have to actually describe it and how simple it was. Well, it's not so simple. Only five people have ever done it, but it is simple. 
So, so what's going on right now then, as far as like you said, like I said earlier, the earth being liberated. The, the, okay. So in 56, the Nazis made an agreement with the draconian empire. Now, if you understand the draconians, the reptilians, the draconians, they rule millions of planets in thousands of galaxies. This is a huge empire. It's not no small little army. So they can reinforce, they, if, if you start a battle with them, even if you have comparable technology, which we do now, by the way, and that's because we made, but I'll get to that. The, the, the rebellion is the, uh, the alliance, okay? You have, you, the, the enemy, of course, is the ICC, the interplanetary corporate conglomerate, the Nazis, still small faction in the ICC, uh, the United States uh, uh, military that's still with the ICC, uh, and of course, the Draconian Empire and all their allies. Um, who are most of um, the um, super federation? Uh, mm-hmm. We're still we, you and I are still calling it super federation. Um, uh, General Haim has shed. He he starts he started calling it the galactic federation, but it's not. It's the super federation is over all galaxies in the entire universe, not just one galaxy. So that the federation that Haim has shed was talking about is not the Galactic Federation. It is the Super Federation, and it does consist of 60 alien species, most of which have aligned with the Draconian Empire, who's one of the 60 uh, species that are on the Super Federation. Okay, so a little bit of background there. All right, so it isn't, when we say the Draconian Empire, we're also talking about the Greys. Yeah. Right, and we'll talk about the Greys a lot because they are the ones that that gave us a lot of the technology that, that was used in the 20 and back that I got involved in, we the Greys gave us the technology to be able to do that. And the Greys are aligned with the Draconian Empire. You have to understand how vast the Draconian Empire is to understand why the Nazis surrendered to them in 56, um, because they're they're just too powerful. And 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 they so the agreement they made, the agreement they made, of course, the US was already surrendered to the Nazis. The agreement the Nazis made in 56 uh, and signed it was that they were going to give over 90% of Earth's population after we got to a 7 billion mark, which was 2014. We were actually all supposed to be delivered up in twenty in December of twenty fourteen, but but that that's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to bring you current as to what's going on now, and you don't understand what's going on now unless you understand what happened. So ninety percent of the population was go, was going to be delivered up into slavery. Ten percent wasn't, and most of the ten percent are actually serving uh, off planet right now. They're actually outside of our solar system. The ten percent who weren't supposed to be delivered up, the ninety percent that were supposed to be delivered up or all of us on the surface that were clueless and, and the, the technology has been suppressed uh, for, for all that public. We were the slaves that were going to be delivered up in December of 2014. Then in December of 2014, 2014, the spear being showed up and they put an outer barrier around our solar system. They also put one around our planet, but that one got removed uh, shortly after a few things were communicated by the spear beings and the spear beings had put that outer barrier up on December 14, 2014. And because the outer barrier can't be penetrated by the draconian empire, or any of their, any of their assets or allies, they can't reinforce themselves. So whatever assets are inside our solar system and locked in by that outer barrier, that's it. That's all they have. So that gives us an opportunity, meaning the earth Alliance, which is really the BRICS Alliance, um, you, you know who the BRICS lines are real quick, right? Russia, China, yeah. India, South Africa. Brazil, Russia, India, China. Right. That's Africa. the BRICS alliance. And then the United States, part of that alliance is the White Hats. So we call we call the military, the military faction of the United States that is fighting with the Earth Alliance against the bad guys. Uh, we call them the White Hats. And the Broncos the one that taught me that one. I'm actually the one that passed that one out to everybody. Everybody's using my white hat's name and then not giving me any credit for it. Yeah. Oh, no way. That was you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right. the one that, that that clued everybody into. They're called the White Hats. And Braga was the one that told me that. He said I'm a White Hat. He was a two-star CIA general when he started controlling me in 1996, and then he was he he got promoted into three-star. We say there's actually that that's not the the ranking that the CIA uses. They use the GSA ranking, but nobody understands that. It's easier just to say three-star general. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, generals, it's the generals that are the White Hats, the generals in the United States that are against the uh, ICC, Nazi, Draconian uh, uh, alliance and that agreement. They call themselves the White House. So they align with the Earth, the Earth Alliance. Anyway, so it's really important to understand that unless there was an outer barrier by the spirit beings that couldn't be penetrated, we wouldn't have an opportunity to free ourselves from that agreement in 56. There's no way we could do that. It's not just it's not just because we don't have the technology to do it. It's because the Draconian Empire is so vast and it has so many resources, millions and millions of ships, that we could never defeat millions and millions of ships yeah. on our own. See? Yeah. And so the spirit beings gave us the opportunity. Now, I was personally told about the Outer Barrier in 82. So when Corey started talking about it, I found out about that Corey was talking about it in like 2016 or 2017. I don't know yeah. when he first started talking about it, but when he started talking about it, I go, aha, someone else knows about the outer barrier. I was told about it by the spirit beings in 82. They actually told me, yeah, we're going to put really? it to center. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, wow. yep. They also told me to teach China how to do business, but that that's another long story, okay? <laughs> and I actually got to do that. That really happened, you know? Uh, that was a really cool thing. I was like, you want me to do what? <laughs> anyway, 82, yeah, we're going to put up an outer barrier. I said, what? And I said, we'll tell you more about that later when 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 it comes close. So in 2012, two years put up before they put up the outer barrier, they came to me again. They said, now we want you to go to the president and to the secretaries of defense and the, head, and the heads of... Um, um, the GOP, you know, the, uh, the heads of both parties and tell them about the outer barrier. <laughs> I said, yeah, right. I said, no, no, no. Tell them about the outer barrier. Tell them it's going to come. We're going to put up the outer barrier. And I said, why? I said, so everybody knows that, you know, uh, in the future that you were the one that foretold of the outer barrier before it was put up, not after it was put up. Uh, and I did that. And uh, and so there are a lot, everybody in the ICC knows that I foretold of the outer barrier two years before it went up. Um, so I, 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 when, so when Corey started talking about it after it been up for a few years, I was like, oh, so someone else, you know, there's someone who actually is getting valid information. Uh, a lot of the information that Corey, a lot of the testimony Corey gave in the beginning of his career, you know, of, of disclosing this stuff was correct, but now he's recanting. And that's because it, he got probably got tired and they offered him money, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But the original information was correct. And I knew it was correct because I had I been originally given that information in 82. I agree with that just based on the way it resonated with me, the original information. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because you're, 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 you're into it. You're listening to uh, all this stuff and you're thinking about it. Mm -hmm. You know, what makes sense and what doesn't. So because of the outer barrier, we have an opportunity to defeat them. The, the spirit beings would have never put up the outer barrier. And this is what I was telling the Admiral yesterday. The spirit beings would never have put up the outer barrier if they didn't know we had a chance to defeat the Draco, the remaining draconian assets, that they didn't know we were going to do that. Uh, and so we are. And so there is, uh, and then then what I'm being told uh, by the um, the White Hats, which is not just admirals, it's other generals as well, the the U.S. military that kind of Trump got involved in putting together, he, he got involved in putting together a lot of White Hats, giving them a lot of facility during his uh, uh, four years. And 
so they're they're actually they actually got together with the Nordics, apparently some Andronium and Andromedian uh, assets here in our solar system. Remember, it's only what's inside our solar system that we can use to fight the Draco, the remaining Draconian assets. Apparently, they were they cleared out all the 113 uh, dumps, the deep underground military bases uh, in the United States, and they started clearing out the over 1,000 dumps uh, throughout the rest of the world. And then I, I, I don't have current... They haven't defeated them yet, but there was supposed to be a big battle, and I and I guess it didn't go down the way they wanted, uh, meaning end the war uh, battle. And then I warned them about that. I said, "You guys are gonna, you might be sucked out into a trap." And I was right. Whatever, you know, I'm not in charge of that group uh, because the it's a bunch of special forces people and a bunch of uh, white hats, and they are, and there is a current battle, and they will continue to battle um, with the with the Nordic technology, the Nordics. Now, remember the Nordics. They actually signed a treaty with the Draconian Empire uh, 500 years ago. Remember that that was called the Muhammad Accord. You guys heard of the Muhammad Accord? Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a treaty between the Nordics and the uh, Draconian Empire. They all, and they, they mentioned when, that's the one where Mars was created, and they destroyed that Marsdick uh, planet, and then that that's the Kuiper Belt. That Maldic. was that war. Yeah, Maldic. that was the war. Right, right. That was the war between um, the Nordics and the Draconian Empire. So oh, they made yeah. a treaty. They made a treaty. And um, and that treaty was that they, they were no longer engaged against each other. Well, why would the Nordics be engaging against the Draconian Empire and breaking that treaty unless there was an outer barrier? Unless there was, you know, the outer barrier went back. And remember, the Nordics are the ones that said, well, there was an outer barrier there, but it got destroyed. Nobody's explaining how it got removed. I don't know how it got removed. But it's back. And the Nordics are the ones that told um, the United States and Corey, you know, also became a privy to that. They had explained that the, the barrier was back and it had been there before. And that, then the Nordics knew about that because there were 17 million. Remember, the Nordics had been around for 17 million years. Everybody thinks that this planet's only been occupied for a few thousand years by uh, humans. It's not. The Nordics were the first humans and they've been here for 17 million years. And exactly. they, went from the surface, they went from the surface into the underground honeycomb. And then again, you know, the world is, is, a, tor is a toroid. Remember, it's got that big hole in the middle. It's actually a torrent. It's not a spear, you know, stuff like that. So that's what's going. You want to know current events. We're currently engaged in a heavy battle uh, with comparable technology with the remaining draconian assets inside our solar system. When they are defeated, and they expect they expect to defeat them within, they keep saying a couple of months, couple of months, you know, but it could be this year or next year. But they, but we will be defeating uh, the the draconian um, assets, and then and once that happens, then they're going to release the the technology. Now, and, I know what and I know what technology is going to get released because I debated it with them, no, with, yeah. with, with the White Hats. I did, yeah, they wanted to, yeah, they, they, they wanted to discuss, well, well what technology get, we we're going to release. So go ahead and ask your question. Well, I was just going to ask how much of this was actually foreseen with a looking glass type of technology. Yeah, they're always looking into the looking glass. These guys are telling me they're always looking into the looking glass. The problem with the looking, when the spirit beings tell you something about the future, that's not looking glass technology they're using. Spirit beings are the most advanced species in the universe. Okay, the five groups, the five alien groups that um, that make up the spirit being alliance, they don't look into the looking glass <laughs> to, to see what's in the future. They go to the future. They go there and they see. So, and there's only one natural timeline, and and uh, deviating from a natural timeline is actually strictly prohibited. A lot of people talk, well, oh, you know, you go back and we can change time. No, you can't do that. Uh, the reason is, is because if, if everybody, if John says, well, I don't like 
my future. Therefore, I'm going to go back and change time. And John gets a time machine. He goes back. It's actually time machines are really actually easy to develop. Once you can develop warp one, you have a time machine, like Corey said, and it's true. Once you have warp one, you have, you have once you yep temporal yeah. travel. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar is a recruiter for the United States military, and he's recruiting uh, temporal drive physics physicists so they can continue to develop temporal uh, drive and hyper drive uh, technology. I mean, you know, and so we've been traveling through time with ships, and that's allowed. So you're allowed to use it for traveling purposes because you can't you can't get from one galaxy to the next without temporal drive, hyperdrive. You can't do it uh, uh, unless you're going to go through the gates, and you can't really. The gates are very restrictive because you can only take few people through at a time, especially the galaxy to galaxy gate. You remember the Ganymede gate? Ganymede is a not a Ganymede is not a moon, it's a satellite. And it's a gate. The, the whole satellite is a is a galaxy to galaxy gate. You're talking about like a stargate. Like it a, is. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But mm -hmm. but a stargate from galaxy to galaxy is only three in our galaxy. There's only three galaxy to galaxy gates in our galaxy and one of them happens to be Ganymede. The whole moon of Ganymede is a, is a stargate. Really? So, yeah. there's, so there's not an actually uh, stargate in that aspect. Uh, no, there are stargates. There Earth, are stargates I mean. to planet to planet. Yeah, it, there's a lot of stargates to planet to planet. We have several of them uh, on Earth, and then of course in Saturn at the um, at the star base. On, uh, what do you uh, know about any? Is there a stargate in Israel? Have you heard that? I've heard. Yeah, that. I've heard it. I don't know for sure, but it's possible. I've heard that that's where uh, yeah. a lot of these elites were trying to get to to yeah. escape. Uh, you, can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Iraq, get out of, maybe. Yeah, I think it's Iraq. You can't get out of the outer barrier with a stargate. Can't be done. And you can't even go through cross dimensional. Eighth Force is trans dimensional. Best way to understand the Eighth Force is uh, you remember the TARDIS in uh, Doctor Who? Oh, yeah. So it's a telephone booth in one dimension and then it's a ship in another dimension. You're on the inside because it's. Okay. So, so all, all parallel universes, the eighth force can reach through all parallel universes and the spirit beings master the eighth force. So when they put up an outer barrier, it's an outer barrier through all universes. And so you can, even if you have eighth force, cap eighth force capability, you can transcend through, uh, uh, travel through different parallel universes, you still can't escape the outer right. barrier. There is no escaping the outer barrier. The only way you can get through the, and anybody's telling you they're getting through the outer barriers, line you. The only way you can get through the outer barriers with permission. The spirit beings have to actually say, we'll give you permission to go through the outer barrier. And they do give permission, but they, they say, first, you have to submit to a trial uh, for your crimes first before we'll let you through the outer barrier. That means no ICC members, no Nazi members, no Draconian members Football. are going to be allowed to, because if they submit to trial, then they'll be convicted and sentenced. How much? How many of these people are have been, I guess, wiped out, eliminated from the moon and Mars at this point? I've heard that. I've been told um, it's a five to one. It used to be a thirty to one. When we did the uh, originally, when we fought, when Eisenhower actually sent out, I think it was the first army to uh, at the New Mexico Dulce facility to fight the Draconians. Uh, and that underbound bait, the, the first time a U.S. Army contingent actually went to try to fight the uh, Draconian soldiers in a dumb, in an underground base, was the Battle of Dolce, which was a real battle. And the loss was 30 to 1. We lost 30 Special Forces people to every one Draconian we had defeated in that battle. That's why they had to send a whole army to do it. Now, uh, uh, it, with the comparable technology, it's still, the Draconians are still superior 
but it's only five to one losses. I've been reported it's a five to one. So we lose five special forces for every one uh, soldier, draconian soldier that we defeat in the in 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 the dumps that we had. We they, they we're supposed to have cleared out all the dumps in the United States, and we're still clearing out the dumps in uh, throughout the uh, world. The hundred, sure. the thousand, the more than thousand. Yeah. So that so like a lot of these earthquakes and all this stuff that we're uh, real battles. Yeah. 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 Those are real battles that are going on now. Now, when they win, you know, I'll know when they win because that's when I get to go to work. I'm I get to be uh the head of the chief technology officer of the um of the commercial enterprise that this that uh, that well, we don't manufacture, we just develop, we do the prototypes of the technology. And then and then we get then we sell it to the different manufacturers to produce it. But I know what the technology is because I get I'm the one that gets to be the chief technology officer of that release. That's why we're debating the technology. That's why I got to be the CTO. Okay. But I'll know when it's going to happen because then I get to go to work. And when I get to go to work, I'll say, hey guys, I'm working now. That means technology is going to be released within one year. They so, want it here. These guys want it all done in a year. From the day I start to the day it gets released to the public, they want it done in a year. I'm like, okay, guys, yeah. Yeah, is they, this, want it, they want to release very fast. Is this good? good. Exactly yeah. good. Is this technology going to be presented to like uh, SpaceX, Space Force? Um, are they? I mean, no, no, well, first off, Space Force, um, Space Force came about in 1952. You're just now finding out about it. Well, they were that was Solar Warden, right? Our, no, no, no. It, it was actually called Space Force. It was the United States Air yeah. Force. The United States Air Force contingent of uh, one of the divisions of the United States Air Force was called Space Force. And in fact, that's what I was. I was a Space Force soldier in the United States Air Force. That's why I know that uh, Space Force came about in 52. And also, uh, one of the proofs is, uh, you know the Stargate series, right? General Hammond? Oh, yeah. And if you look, if you look at all of his insignia, you look at all of his insignia, it's the same as General Raymond, who was really? in charge of, yeah, General Raymond, who was in charge of the real General Raymond, who was really in charge of, look up General Raymond, Space Force. He was the first uh, four-star Air Force general in command of Space Force that they revealed to you. See, they're just starting to reveal stuff to you that's been going on for years. I was yeah. Space Force, Space Force started in 52. Trust me, I know. So, and, yeah, I, and I can prove it. I can prove it. You know. it's well, we, know, we know secret space programs have been going on for decades. Ever since, well, for the United States, it's been ever since 52. But when it turned to the Nazis, U.S. got brought into the space program. And we're okay, we're we discussing yeah. Space Force was kind of created now to to finally start creating something to start releasing the yeah, space, but all it, the secret space yeah. stuff into yeah. But as far as Earth, but as far as Earth Defense Force, the CIA was is control and has been in control of, of Earth Defense Force, which is the spaceships that that protect Earth. And and not we're not talking about satellites. We're talking about you know um, warp. First off, the United States has had warp 9.8 for a long time, but you don't use warp 9.8 around the planet. You use basically warp one around the planet because uh, you can get to really quick around the planet. You don't need any more warp one as far as Earth defense. And uh, Mark McClandish, who died recently under suspicious conditions, yep. uh, it's hard to tell because we'll go over that another time. The thing is, is that Mark McClandish gave you very accurate drawings of real U.S. aircraft. The Aurora Pulsar, and then remember that uh, uh, that that ship that has all those crooked lines with the three uh, the three spears. Yeah, those are those are three yeah. six those are three six four spear engines that that are rotated magnetically, rotated magnetically in order to, to you know 
push the force wherever they want to. So you have three of them. You can you can push them all all like that, and then you you go warp one around the Earth, or like this to hover. You know, so those three those three balls are six force engines, and they are manipulated magnetically. Uh, you can actually see actually McClanish drew the magnets. He actually drew the magnets. You can actually see. So, why what was the strategic importance of? Trump announcing the Space Force when he did, because that had to be a, some type of a slap in the face to, to Draco. No, actually, no? they were just, no, really, what Trump was trying to do was get funding for uh, the program that we were developing in order to fight the Draco. Okay. And so by making it a formal, instead of it being a sub part of the U.S. Air Force, taking in funds from the Air Force and then filtering it down partially into the Space Force, now it's its own entity just as equal to U.S. Air Force gets as much funding as U.S. Air Force. So he needed that extra funding in order to finance uh, the rebellion. So what do you think his level of clearance is, Trump, as far as understanding what's going on? Mm. They're really high on Trump because uh, he actually did win the last election. Uh, Bronco Belichewski, my controller, in 96, 98, he told me, he said, we control all elections. Uh, the ICC controls all elections and, uh, the, and and I'm the one that's in charge of doing it. And let me tell you how I do it. So I know how all of the elections in the United States were controlled by the CIA, how they were all uh, rigged by the CIA. I know yeah. how exactly how it's done. It's been rigged for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And, and then when the computer uh, system came out where we now voted by computer, uh, I said, well, that's going to make it harder for you. And he probably said, no, it's easier now. He said it was much harder when it was done when we were when it was doing when it was done in paper when I was in control of rigging all the elections. He was the commander and the CIA commander in charge of rigging all U.S. elections. The uh, uh, the basically the IC he said he said no matter who's in no matter who's in power no matter who gets elected we're in power, which means the ICC runs all of the politicians. They control all the politics. There's no exception. Republicans, Democrats, they they control they control. So was Trump because what what. What I've heard is that Trump was basically like recruited by the the White Hats or the Alliance. Yes. To to be like the front guy for. Well, thing. they were trying to get they were trying to get him to get funding and also to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, um, do a lot of interference with ICC activities. So uh, so the, the remember, UK, remember remember the rebellion is current. We're actually in a war. Yeah, we are really but, in a shooting war right now. So the cabal of the deep state wanted. Hillary to win, like they were planning on that, right? And then yeah. Trump was kind of like a surprise to them. Like they're like, wait, he wasn't supposed to win. How did this happen? Right. And they freaked right. out about it. Yeah. And they actually tried to raid that election, but they couldn't. But they were they they figured out what their mistakes were and they were and they definitely were able to rig the next election with Biden. You do remember that when Obama was in office, Obama served the IC, everybody served the IC before before Trump. Yeah. Um uh, when Biden, I'm sorry, when Obama was in office in the November when uh his election was about to be decided. Uh, Biden and uh, who was the secretary of Sec- secretary of state at the time? What was his name? Secretary of state under Obama. Anyway, those two, Biden, Kerry, yeah. right, Kerry. So Kerry and Biden both went up to Mikado. And what was going on in Mikado at that time? Why was everybody in Mikado? Why was the Vatican represented in Mikado? Why were all the heads of state up in Mikado? What was going on? Well, that the outer barrier got put up. And so they had to read, they wanted to renegotiate the treaty because all the countries want to know, hey, what's going on now? The outer barrier is there. And, uh, uh, you know, so they had to renegotiate a new treaty. And that's you, what Biden. When you say Mikado, are you talking, you mean uh, McMurdo? McMurdo, sorry. 
McMurdo down right, uh, in, yeah. in Antarctica? McMurdo is a military Murdo. base in Antarctica. Yeah, that's, okay, where that's... The new, that's where okay. they negotiated the new treaty. And Biden and Kerry were the two representatives from the ICC negotiating the treaty. And that's why they went down there to Antarctica. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's who, that tells you who Biden and Kerry are. You know, yeah. so of yeah. course they wanted them. They want the ICC wanted them in power and they were going to rig the election to put them in. So I, the reason I asked you that about the Space Force being like a slap in the face or something, because whenever he announced it, you know, the media just shat all over it. They yeah, were just yeah. they were totally Absolutely. against it, saying it's a stupid idea. Yeah. They came up with a Netflix show to make it a laughing stock. When right. you Google Space Force, you can't even find right. anything about the branch of that's, military. That's right. That's right. They're going to continue. Part of that, to, they don't want people. They're going to continue anything. to giggle factor all of this because they don't want the public to know what's really going on. They don't want the exactly. public involved. That's, they don't want the public involved. They don't want the yeah. public to get involved. They don't want the public to know what's really going on. They're still constantly. Uh, uh, doing that giggle factor thing you know ah ha ha space force yeah right you know like you know like there's a you know they still do that all the time that's the icc propaganda nazi propaganda ministry that's what you're that's what you're dealing with yeah yeah absolutely so man (laughs) this is all mind-blowing stuff i mean so many so many places we could go (laughs) yeah we will we will guys i'm available what is the vatican's involvement in all this oh my god you gotta okay that's crazy stuff all right you ready you're ready for this okay so when they first were able to go back into time uh which i think was like in the 80s they could do it really securely and actually send a person back in time then then they were very curious well first of all uh, they had to go to the super federation and ask for permission to go back in time and you're only all you're only allowed to go back into time to verify you guys are not presently viewing right now or am i are you still there yeah, yeah. okay all right yeah you guys yeah you kind of went still for a second yeah zoom's kind of buggy anyway so what happened is the so they asked for permission to go back in time to verify certain historical events and of course they wanted to go back in and verify um the life of times of jesus christ they wanted to go back in and verify uh the life and times of muhammad they wanted to go back and verify all these religious icons and they did they went back uh they verified jesus uh, they weren't mm, you know muhammad was a regular person he wasn't like jesus they found out jesus was an alien that he was an alien and that he'd been preaching this philosophy on many other planets that's why the venusians say christianity is real uh from venus um and they came here when you say he's an alien, he looked like a human. No, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, human, yeah, yeah. Not just you gotta understand the spirit. The spirit beings can make the spirit beings can appear in any material form that they want to. Okay, so you mean like he wasn't just like an incarnated ascended master? Or something. You mean he was an actual? He like came here. He's an actual spirit being, but yeah. One of the things okay. you have to understand about the spirit beings is they're highly advanced spiritual. Let me explain why. Uh, all the spirit beings, the entities, the souls. All the spirit beings, they they exist in in a eighth force spear. That's what they use, eighth force technology, and and their ships are eighth force ships. And you saw one of the eighth force ships, the Jupiter ship, uh, the Jupiter sized ship that was making adjustments to the sun in 2014. That yeah. actually came back here last month, and then that went up on the internet. And then it came off. You know, the guys, oh no, don't let them know they're making adjustments to the sun again. That's actually one single eighth force ship, and there's one entity inside of it that's controlling it. And, and what, the way they do that, it, remember, again, I discovered the eighth force, so I know this stuff. <laughs> um, 
what happens is that you use the gray technology and you take your soul from the gray technology you take your soul from one uh, physical being and put it into another physical being and clone of yourself and that's the technology that was used for the 20 and back program but at the same time you can use that same technology to take your soul out of your physical body and put it into an eighth fourth spear and once a soul is in the eighth fourth spear nothing can penetrate the eighth force nothing absolutely nothing can penetrate the eighth force but once you're inside, once your soul is inside the eighth force, you can't do anything unless you have great psionic powers. And all the spirit beings have developed their psionic powers, their psionic capabilities, the ability to do things with your mind. And you can't even move, you can't even move an eighth force ship unless you have psionic abilities and your soul only. And of course, you're vulnerable if you take any matter into the eighth force, that's vulnerable. Um, so you have to only have the soul in the eighth force in order to be super powerful and nobody can touch you, nobody can defeat you. Um, but when your but when your soul is inside the eighth force, you can no longer enjoy the material senses. So if you have any attachment to the material world or material senses, you 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 couldn't stay in an eighth force ship for very long. So all these people, all these spirit beings that are in those eighth force ships, they're all highly spiritually advanced. And one of them was Jesus Christ, and they can take that their soul and put it into a physical body, just like they they took their soul out of their physical body and put it into the eighth force spear. So Jesus wasn't was a spirit being. And he had, wow. he, had, he, had, he had taught those same teachings on many planets, not just our planet. And they discovered that, the United States discovered that by going back in time and, and observing that. So, so, so that's why, so that's why what happened was now, I'm sorry, go ahead and ask your question. I was, I was trying to continue on with the prior question. Go ahead. That's what I was oh, going okay, to Okay. So you got a little background. You got a little bit of background. Okay. So what happened was, is uh, the United States actually, when they started doing the time travel thing, they changed time. They made it look like the Nazis didn't win the war when they did. 1952, they went back and changed time. And they weren't supposed to do that. So the Super Federation said, guess what? Your sanction is you got to make it go back. And you remember Randy Kramer's always saying, we had to nudge it back. <laughs> that was our punishment. You have to nudge the timeline back to its original timeline. And then Corey Good's always saying, time is elastic. It'll, it always yeah. goes back. You change yeah, it, he would it always, say it would always snap back. back. Right. They would right. Change so yeah. we're making these nudges. And then, and then, and uh, <clears throat> Rennie said, Rennie Kramer, he said, well, we have these monasteries, these Vatican monasteries way out into the future. And he said 50 years, but it's actually 100, 500, and 1,000 years. There's actually different monasteries out into the future. And they're all monitoring a timeline to see if we're bringing it back. So there's a nudge that's made. And then all these mon monastics in these different monasteries in the future they report as to what happens and the only reason that you're using vatican monks is because they believe in in jesus christ more than any other icon um and that's why they chose the vatican monks but also these monks are are just the same as the spirit beings they they have to be detached from material from material life they have to have no longer have any interest in material life because you're not going to trust somebody to tell you what uh, whether whether the nudge made sense, you're not going to trust that person unless that person is very spiritually advanced because they may have their own personal motives. So that's why they chose the Vatican monks, and that's why the Vatican's involved. Well, then what about the dark side of the Vatican that we're learning about, um, the reptilian side? We know. Ah, they, yes, of course, that's all true. So and then what? So what are what's their motive in being in that position um, besides? You know, we, we know about the Act of 1871 and the Three City Empire, and we know they're trying to monopolize the whole world with, you know, from the District of Columbia, the Vatican, and in London, yeah. the central banking system. Um, 
Is that well, all still in place or yeah. is that being liberated? Yeah, no, that's all being dismantled uh, in the war that's going on. Uh, but it won't be fully dismantled until we actually defeat all the draconian uh, ships that are in our remaining in our gal in our solar system. But you got to remember, it was the draconians are the ones that gemoed us 250,000 years ago. So they also interjected a interpretation of uh, religious teachings in order to control us. You know, uh, uh, turn the other cheek. Don't fight back. Yeah. D d give to Caesar what Caesars do. That is not in the original teachings. Actually, and I was, just told, I was just told this yesterday, that not, and I always knew this, nine-tenths of the Bible have been suppressed. But they're in the oh, Vatican. Yeah. But they're in the Vatican. Yeah. They took out a lot that should <laughs> yeah, yeah. have been in there. Yeah. So, yes, it, the draconians controlled religion for their benefit in order to uh, suppress technology and to, and to control the slaves and to prepare the slaves. Uh, remember, your, uh, your economic slavery is a preparation it, it's a training you're being trained to do the things that you're going to do on the 26 planets that you were supposed to be delivered up to remember 26 experiments is really 26 planets that you were all supposed to be delivered up to there were 26 planets that bought you all and you were supposed you were supposed to be delivered up to them but they wanted you all uh propagandized properly propagandized uh, into into slavery existence and accept slavery existence so that you would do that when you went to those when you were delivered up to those planets so why do, connect. Go ahead. So why do we see things playing out the way they are playing out on the surface right now in the political arena? Um, because it very much appears that they're still pushing for that agenda. To the ICC is still in power. We haven't defeated them yet. Okay. The alliance so, hasn't defeated them yet. One third of the population is being culled with a virus uh, with not only not only the virus but its vaccine. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me tell you how that happened. So all of a sudden, the outer barrier goes into effect. And we can't be delivered up into slavery that we were supposed to be delivered up into slavery that that month. They were they were going to, um, uh, you know, global warming and everything. They were going to distress the planet to the point where uh, it was they were going to tell everybody, OK, you know, you're all going to die because the planet's going to go supernova soon or whatever, you know, real, uh, real global, quick. global warming. Global warming was designed in order to stress the planet. So we would. So we when this when these when these 26 planets came to us with their ships and said hey you know we'll save you guys but you got to work on our planet you know we'll we'll save you from this from from this uh from all these uh calamities uh, you just got to come up to our planet yeah oh, right well, that was all yeah, yeah. that was all a scam that's all designed that's all a scam to get you all right, to leave yeah. okay so when the outer barrier was put up we're still in that situation that's why the spirit that's why the spirit being started to adjust the sun to reduce its intensity so global warming wouldn't have its effect but the icc still in command and uh, so they said, well, you know what, we want to we want to we want to preserve the slaves because we think we can take down the outer barrier. That's what they're telling us, uh, telling the ICC. Don't you don't you change the agreement. We're we're going to take on that outer barrier. We're going to take down that outer barrier. You keep keep with the agreement. And uh, so they said, OK, OK, we'll keep with the agreement. But but actually, they're thinking about, you know, going on with the alliance and helping defeat them. But they don't tell the Dracos that to their face. They tell the Dracos, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to keep with the agreement. Yeah. So what happened is now. Uh, in order to preserve enough of the population to be uh, transported off into slavery when they take down the outer barrier, they had decided they have to call one third of the planet because there's not enough resources here. Well, there is enough resources here, but they don't want you to know that because yeah. they because the technology suppressed. And in order to keep the technology suppressed, they can't release any of the higher technology. They have to keep it suppressed. They have to call one third of the population. That was the calculation. And then they came up with this virus and the vaccine. Both do it. Both kill uh, one third of the population.
And we can't change that until we win the war. And so Stuart Swirlow, you know who that is? Um, no, no. Uh, he's a researcher. He he talks about the same thing. He said they aren't they aren't like breeding our population to kill us all and reduce us. Like the Georgia's the Georgia Guidestones weren't originally no that number wasn't meant that they wanted to kill us all. They were gonna they have been they didn't get us to seven billion people so they can kill us all. So but they wanted to trade us off. Well, we were already yeah. traded. We were already traded. And the United States took the technology uh, in the trade for the ninety percent for all of us. It had delivered. We were all supposed to be delivered up on December fourteenth. And then, how did they? How did they purchase us with our birth certificates? Like, did they purchase? No, no, you're no, no. Every uh, um, remember, Corey Good told you that we don't need to uh, put a nanotech uh, device into you in order to be able to, to watch you from space. Yeah, and we can watch we watch you from space just from your DNA. They can your track DNA, yeah. your DNA. Your DNA is your tracking device. Yeah, yeah. And they have all of your DNA on record. Yeah, Draco. Okay. You were already sold, all of you. As soon as you're born, they have your DNA and they and they sell it. So it was just a matter of time before they were going to trade us off, but the barrier stopping us and are stopping we, them. We, yeah, we were supposed to be delivered up in December of 2014. They were going to come up with this false flag event and everybody was going, and then the ships were going to come in. We'll save you, we'll save you, come come to our planet, you know. Just to make it, and then just to make everybody it was going to get on board. You were all going to go. You, you were all going to go. Not that they needed to do that, but it probably would have made just made it easier on them to corral everyone. I'm sure. Well, you you were going to want to go. You you, you have to want to go. To yeah, the, rather than want to go, you know, and to well, global warming and oh my god, the aliens are coming to attack and yeah yeah sure I'll leave I'll go with your planet and they were going to advertise oh check check out our planet's pristine and this is your re new residence and this is your new job and right. you know and and and, well, and with uh, perfect med perfect medical condition you'll you'll live for three hundred years because we have med pods. Yeah, well they've been recruiting are convincing people to join all kinds of programs for a long time by telling them, oh, you're going to have this wonderful, luxurious life. It's going to be amazing. Right. And then they right. go into slavery. Well, yeah. that, ha that happened that to uh, Larry. Yeah, your friend, friend Larry. A friend of mine uh, claimed he was recruited to go to Mars. And in July of 2017, he, he, he went missing. But he mm -hmm. was, and he told me, I actually spoke on this uh, at East SETI, the conference. Uh, he was trying to get me to go with him. And he uh, he was t laying it out for me. Or he was telling me that they were trying to make it. They were making it very luxurious. They were attractive. making it sound like he was yeah. going to have it made up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a whole lot. Well, yeah. but it's not like it's not like that on Mars. But I'm going to tell you, it is like that on those 26 planets. They are telling the truth. Life would be much better for you. You're going to live 300 years, never be sick, get to raise your family, have a nice house. Get to enjoy all this technology, but you still have to work as an industrial slave the same but way you did on Earth. You're still going to be a slave. Yeah. 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 But but you all would have gone for it, and that's true. That actually true. Now the Mars colonies, the five Mars colonies, they, they treat them very poorly. And in fact, when the war ends, uh, and I, I was telling the admiral yesterday, I said, when the war ends, they're all coming home, and you know that they don't. He said, no, no, we want them to manufacture our new stuff. I said, no, they're not going to do that. You know, they're not going to do. It. They're all coming home. He said, said, oh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, so oh, what was I going to say? Oh, it's like that meme. You've seen that meme uh, that says, I will literally pay you to abduct me. Uh, they, yeah. They get people to a, so miserable to a point where they want to go, you know. Yeah, that's they, right. They exactly. were distressing. They were distressing this planet. And it was supposed to be distressed even more. 
It was going to be much worse in December 2014, but the spear beings uh, put that Jupiter, it's actually bigger than Jupiter. The Jupiter-sized spear sitting right next to the sun, and you saw they were sucking out the plasma. Yeah. What they were doing was reducing the heat of the sun so that uh, a global warming wouldn't have the effect that it, it was supposed to have at that day. Gotcha. Interesting. And, th and they came back last month and did the same thing. They made another adjustment, another 20% adjustment, re reduction in heat. So what, when we see, do you know anything about the Schumann resonance and what's going on with that chart right now as far as why we're having blackouts and whiteouts? Do you know anything about that? No. I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> well, it just, you, you know, the human resonance is just like the frequency that the earth is vibrating the, at. Well, there, it's, you know, it goes along with like, there's all the talk about the ascension that's happening and the the frequencies rising. And, you know, it's. Oh, kind of like, okay, okay, okay. We talked about that. It's reacting because of that. And the, it's supposed that. to, supposedly, there's supposed to be, well, first off, there, you don't get spiritual advancement without working for it. Okay, that, that's one thing. And there's supposed to be a, a big event in 2031, a big solar event that solar supposed, yeah, that's supposed to destroy the surface of the planet. But you have to understand, Corey Good explained that, and this is the truth, the spear beings came here and they put spears all over our, uh, our, our solar system in order to absorb that energy. So the solar flash itself is not going to happen. But this spiritual event, the spiritual ascension, is actually uh, the Earth Alliance defeating the Draco. Because then they release the technology. And once you no longer have to work, trust me, when this technology is released, you don't have to work anymore. And the yeah. government's going to be give, the government's going to be giving you a big paycheck every month, I think like two or three thousand a month. Well, you'll and, be able to, to live the life you want to live. And actually, well, yeah, but but if you don't have to work anymore, then you start then your mind starts, well, it doesn't stop working. You know, your mind wants to work on something. And yeah. most people are most people are just going to start working on their own spiritual advancement. Yeah, they're going to be exactly. very interested in, well, what is the real religion? Not exactly. the bullshit, the, not the bullshit stuff that the ICC has been teaching us. But what, what's real? And so that's really the ascension is, but it comes after the technology is released. And after you've been freed from industrial slavery, that's where the ascension comes from. A, a lot of you will become so spiritually advanced that you will really truly ascend like they they did in the Stargate series. Yeah. A few, you, a few of you will actually ascend, but, but the ascension really is. Remember how the Asgard say you're you're on your way to becoming those six species? Well, the spirit yeah. beings, the reason they put the outer barrier around our solar system is yes, humanity is on its way to becoming the six species in the spirit being alliance. But like I said before, you you have no, you know, true spiritual advancement is you don't have any interest in material attachments. No interest in, in enjoying the material senses anymore. It's really high level. I've got to tell you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we hear about this UFO disclosure. So many people have been talking about like when are the ETs going to show up? Blah 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 blah. Is there any information on that actually um, happening to where there'll be some type of mass event where ETs will show themselves? Yes. There. Well, it's not a mass event. Once once we win the war, well, the ICC is not going to let you see any aliens, you know. So once we won the, once the Earth Alliance uh, White Hats win the war, they are going to start introducing you. And I've actually been told, again, by the Admiral, uh, which species you're going to introduce introduced to first. It's a very charismatic species. They actually showed me the film. A lot of the films of the species, of all these species that we, 3,000, by the way, you know, uh, uh, Smith was his name. Smith, he talked about Autopsies on, I'm sorry. Emery, Emery Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he talks about there being 3,000 species 
uh, 3,000 space-faring species. There are actually more sentient species, but there are 3,000 space-faring species in this galaxy alone, 900 of which the ICC uh, does commercial business with on a regular basis. Can't do it anymore because of the outer barrier, but they were doing that on a regular basis. Anyway, so um, a lot of species that Randy and Emery are now talking about, those are real species. Those are the ones you're going to be introduced to. Um, the first one, and there were films, black and white films taken of all these species starting in 1960. And I was shown, the animal showed me one of the black and whites of one of the first species you'll be introduced to, the elephant-headed ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah really, Yep, yep, mm -hmm. he actually showed me the film, and, and we'll go over this in, in detail, we won't do it right now, but because it's a long story, you know, it'll take me 30 minutes to go over, it's a really cool, it's a really cool film. So I know the species you're gonna be introduced to first, and the species that Randy and Emery just did a show on, and they talk about the species you're also going to be introduced to. You're going to be able to, <clears throat> the outer barrier won't be removed. But, and they're not going to allow you to uh, travel to the local 52, the, the local 52 bubble, uh, meaning the public. But the public will be allowed to go to all the plants. And they actually, one of the devices that they want me to create is a very inexpensive warp one ship for tourists. And then you can actually, in, as an individual, go around to the different planets and different bases and, the solar, and, and the solar system. Yeah. And, okay. and all those species that Emery and Randy are talking about in that last video they did, they're here. They have bases here and you get to go to those bases and talk to them and all that. So I know, I know when uh, Emery, when he was originally coming on cosmic disclosure, he had talked about seeing the movie Jupiter ascending. And when he saw the elephant figure, or was it Emery or Corey that said that? One of the two. I don't know, but I, I can give you an accurate description of the elephant being that I was shown a video of. But what he, what real quick though, what he said is when he saw that in the movie, he was like stopped in his tracks because he was like, okay, somebody knows something here because this is a real species. Yeah, that's yeah. a real species. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so they're actually I call them, residing I call them the, here. I call them the Ganesh, but I don't really know their real name. I call them the Ganesh because of something in Indian lore. Yeah. But that might not be their real name, but that's 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 what I refer to them, the Ganesh. Because they look like Ganesh. Yeah. 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 yeah it's really that. cool. It, it, you have no idea how cool it is to watch, actually be shown a video of a real alien. He was the commander of a ship and he was, yeah, yeah, he was talking about his ship and he took, it took us up and we had two, there were two cameramen to us, two, two United States cameramen with 16 millimeter cameras on the board shooting him. And then one cameraman, you know, panned over to the other cameraman and then the other cameraman panned over to the other cameraman. It was pretty cool. Now, we'll go over that. I'm going to take like a, a quite a, a lot. That's a real disclosure. Well, I'm sorry, so real, we, a real experience. Yeah. So you're saying that they actually have a base here on Earth. They're residing here right now. Those Ganesh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Ganesh have the Ganesh, the Ganesh have facilities here on Earth, but they have facilities in our solar system. That's what's more important to understand. They have bases. The United, the United States has 100 bases throughout this solar system alone. Uh, I was told that the, uh, there are eight oceans in our solar system off this planet. And the ocean under Saturn is supposed to have so many more species than our oceans do, like like uh, several hundred more times species than our oceans do, wow. than our ocean does. And they're all different, quote unquote. They're very different. <laughs> I love wow. that one. And then we have bases under those oceans, all eight of them. If you look it up, NASA, NASA, NASA describes eight oceans in our solar system. Uh, those oceans all have, we all have bases on those. And when you, when you get your warp one ship to go 
traveling on your tour, you get to go to those bases and you get to see all those species yourself. And you get to meet the you get to meet the aquatics, the sentient aquatic species that are in charge of those those planets that rule those planets. What about like you get to, all the species in this solar system that that Corey told you about? You get to meet the Venusians. The day the Earth stood still uh, uh, is it? I was told by the animal is a real movie of a real incident, and so the uh, Nordics commander That's Thor. Commander Thor has 200 underground, uh, 200 ships that are here throughout our planet and they're underground and they're cloaked. And uh, I can tell you a whole story about those guys. They're here for observation of Earth's transition into the new era. So, quote unquote. Yeah. so how many ships are, are flying around cloaked above our heads every day? I mean, is that oh. is that actually happening? Like, if they were oh, all, oh yeah, the- yeah, yeah, all, all, all of the United, all of the ICC, you know, ships, and and, and also the Nor- Nordics, and uh, all the ships are cloaked, all cloaked. You you can't see them. You know, so when people minutes. see UFOs, what is that? Um, usually, like those are from other-, other. Those are from other. Usually, from other planets with uncloaked ships. Okay. Not every not every species uses cloaking. Okay. It was just like in the, was it not, was it not, wasn't Star Wars. It was, you remember the Star, Stargate, no, Star Trek? Stargate Enterprise, no, Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. And the Kling, the Klingons have cloaking and not every species has cloaking or uses cloaking. Okay. So the species that were visiting us, the ships that you would see, uh, those are uncloaked from un- species that are uncloaked, that use uncloaked ships. So. You talked about the prime directive being a real thing as far as you have to prove your space in space. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to place show in space. capability before you're allowed to speak to any other sentient species that I'm sorry, any other space faring sentient species. You're, you have to prove you, you could develop work on your own. And that's what the Nazis did. They weren't handed that technology. That technology was not handed to them. They achieved work on themselves before. They started negotiating with the Draco and the other uh, and the Greys and everyone else. You have to achieve Warp One first with a real ship in space. <laughs> so the whole Maria Orsic thing and then and channel, well, them channeling blueprints from no. the Vril. That why is that story so popular? Why is the ICC uh, uh, interjecting those stories in? Because the ICC uh, doesn't. The, the ICC is kind of saying in a way that well if. If we want you to be out there, then we'll give you the technology uh, by channeling it to you, uh, which is not true. What they're trying to do is, is prevent people from developing the technology themselves. They always want to suppress the technology. And one of the ways to suppress the technology is say, don't bother trying uh, because it'll just get channeled to you. Wow. Uh, okay. So that's interesting. But I mean, it, it appears that they were, according to William Tompkins, these girls were real and they really were channeling stuff. It just, it just they, wasn't. They were after Warp One was achieved by the Nazis in 1929. Okay. Okay. See, the Nazis achieved Warp One in 1929. They, then they went to the moon and to Mars. And that's where they started running into the aliens. That's when they started making all the agreements, started trading for technology. They can get technology then at that time. Remember the Nazi, remember the Ganabi three? Okay, uh, Mark McClanish, you saw those three saucers, the little ones, the three little ones. Those are actually, the Nazis actually traded those. Actually, I'm sorry, the Nazis gave those to the United States in 1952 when we signed the treaty with them 
uh, the surrender treaty in fifth, July 19, July 19, 1952. Those three ships were given to him. That's the Hanabi one, the Hanabi two, and the Hanabi three. The Hanabi three is the bigger one, and the the Nazis actually took uh, two, three officers, three U.S. officers, uh, I think two majors and a and a colonel, uh, with them in the Hanabi three that McClendon drew for you. They actually took them to Mars in what was called the first joint U.S. Nazi mission, 1936. The first time the U.S. ever ever traveled to the moon and Mars was in 1936, in the Hanabi three that McClendon drew for you. So then the whole uh, Apollo program was just a dog and pony show. Well, no, no, though, no. You don't. In order to suppress the technology, you you have to you have to let the, all the the current scientists. You have to shove them into a program that's going nowhere. See, there are a lot of scientists that are that are bright, and and so what you do, you want to hire them and say, okay, you can't work on anything else except for this, which is garbage. So it was there yeah. a way of it's again a suppressed technology suppression technique? Well, NASA was literally created, from what I've heard, mainly to so we have a fake public space program. So as well, so as the well. rest can stay more hidden, and no one will ever think yeah, yeah. About suppression it. on many different levels. Is also oh, this is the only space program that's it and it's all right 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 and this is best we can do in rocket technology this is the best we can do yep 1840 technology that's the best we can do well that's i remember the the admiral said just how antiquated is the technology that's current and i said what 1800s he says no 1600s i mean we've seen depictions of rockets and hieroglyphs i mean i don't know what that means you know what that right but clearly it's old it's just um so so then why why are we still using like, the same technology with spacex is it just to continue to show yeah remember the ic still still in command so they're still using now uh spacex also as a ruse i call it the rocket ruse uh give me a little idea about how advanced our technology is because they do real some stuff but they're actually doing it in recruiting purposes the only technology the real technology you see is for recruitment purposes and you remember tom DeLong with off to the stars academy and he's talking about <laughs> that 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 little wafer that was the magnesium and business wafer. Mm-hmm. Well, guess yeah. what? That's actually a recruitment test. Lockheed Martin's recruit is recruiting. And if you can figure out how that wafer works, which I can, I did easily. Um, and I'll tell you real quick. So the bismuth releases the six force. You shoot a, a certain electromagnetic wave at the uh, two terahertz uh, frequency across the bismuth. And it releases the six force up into the magnesium. And then the magnesium uh, releases the seventh force. And that's why the penny that was laid on top of it disappeared because it got transduced in, from matter into energy by the seventh force. Those are replicators. That's a replicator. That little wafer is a rep for replicators. Oh. That's, the, that's the major component in replicator. So Lockheed Martin's recruiting through off to the Stars Academy. <laughs> well, and then they obviously, we know that they seem to be a part of the ICC. They are. Yeah, the yeah. two stars. They're again. recruiting. They're always yeah. recruiting. Yeah. The great brain drain never stops. They always take the best and they ship them up to Mars. Yep. Take them off. Oh, they, they always take the best. They take all the best and they ship because, you know, they got that's far, part of how you suppress the technology. You take the best scientists and take them away. That's how you suppress the technology. So Lockheed Martin is recruiting and that's a recruitment technique and they're using Tom DeLong to do the recruiting. Well, and so, then, so as soon as the ICC is defeated and the cabal is defeated, are all these scientists going to be finally freed, basically, so they can? They're going to be free, and they're going to be working in commercial uh, uh, corporations. Like and, the one, but the te- but then to create this technology, that will be released to everyone. All now. all all that technology will be released in society. Yeah. Uh, 
one piece at a time. I know, I know the mo- the the two the two most. I know you want to go over it. You want to hear it? I mean, yeah. sure. Okay, the two pieces that are going to be released initially, um, because you remember, uh, you, you have you have this antiquated infrastructure, so you have to work with the antiquated infrastructure. You can't immediately release high level technology because you don't have the infrastructural base for it. Yeah. So the first thing that's going to be released are generators for homes, um, over Unity generators. You guys are aware of the uh, compact fusion generator the Navy released? Compact fusion generator? Maybe. The Navy released that one uh, in a 2019 patent. Uh, oh, that's what it was. Navy, you, can the, Navy, you can actually look it up on the air. Navy's the compact fusion generator. Well, the that, they, if you What? The, the Salvatore Pice. Right, patent. right. That's actually a group, not a person. That's a team, okay. not a person. It, it was a person, but he died, and the team is called Salvatore Pice. And then you don't know any of the names of the team because they don't want to reveal those names. But what the what what the Navy's telling you is that yeah, overunity is real. A thousand overunity is nothing. Here's a compact fusion generator. It's a thousand overunity is nothing. Um, and that's what's gonna uh, they're gonna swap out nuclear power plants for that compact fusion generator. But it's not a very practical generator for putting in a house because it's like you know six thousand degrees uh, uh, too hot. Uh, my generator is this size. Um, Uses off-the-shelf components, probably costs a couple hundred in mass production, a couple hundred dollars to build. Uh, uses transform technology, runs totally cool. A solid state, kicks out 25 kilowatts, continuous, run your house for 30 years nonstop. That's what's going to happen first, because those are the cheap things to put into every house. So now uh, you don't have, you've got a $20 a, a year electric bill, because that's what it costs to buy the generator. They're going to probably sell them at 2000 um, but $20 a year electric bill that runs everything, all your heating, all your air conditioning, everything. Well, that'd be great. That's the um, first one. That's the first one. Go ahead. Go well, ahead I'm, I'm curious on what's going to happen with the airline. Uh, our, ah, yeah, yeah. The airlines, okay. because how, how are they going to transition out of that? Well, they don't really need airlines because um, the cars that they're going to release to you go very, very fast. Well, so, so do the airplane. They can actually the car that's going to be released to you is an air is an airplane. It, it, it not an airplane. It's it, it's a six force. It's a six force aircraft, like the one that Nikola Tesla uh, had yeah, in nineteen twenty one. The land, the so land release, from Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except the car, you know, the car that uh, uh, you know Obi Wan gets into, and and kind of kind of and Corey Good talked about it too. When you step into it, kind of bounces a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's yeah. a, that, that, the speeders, you know, uh, and then the cars are the same. Those are the those are the devices that they want to release. But those are too slow. I want uh, I want the faster ones, and there are faster ones that I, I have designed. And so they're they want to use the faster ones, but the faster ones have to be controlled by artificial intelligence. You can't control them. Then that's why Elon Musk is doing that whole thing with AI AI cars and everything like that. That because that's but. Uh, we have uh, AI with quantum computers. He's not using quantum computers. The AI, the AI uh, capability requires quantum computers. I don't know if you guys know about quantum computers. 1965, uh, 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 Richard Feynman got the Nobel Prize for the quantum computer in 1965. Okay. We've had the quantum computers capable of of uh, controlling all, you know, doing the air traffic of all these vehicles. Um, but it's really like that. Those They look a lot like that. Except mine, to, otherwise it'd be crashing. Except mine, mine go faster. So there's really they zoom around the planet. They can zoom around the planet warp one. So there's no reason for aircraft anymore. They so, are aircraft. They are aircraft. You got yeah. one 
one at this altitude, one at this altitude, maybe three feet off the ground. It's like maybe 12 feet off the ground so, going, in di going in different directions, you know. So what would you do? Time. Just like program in it where you want to go and then it just yep, takes you that's there. right. And, yep, zoom, there you're there in, in a heartbeat. We see this depicted in Star Wars all the time when they show the yeah. cities yeah. with all the cars yeah. just going. That's what you're going to be. That's what you're going to be in, and very quickly, very quickly. So um, we won't need a year, book. We won't need to buy but, but a plane I told, But I told them, that, hold on. I told them that's going to take ten years, uh, and it probably take ten years to really bring that out. And then they said, "Well, yeah, but we want something right away." And I said, "Well, that, that's a magnetic piston engine that swaps out your gas engine. So all your gas cars are going to take out the. the actually, the government's going to pay for it." You're going to take out your gas engines. You're going to swap in a magnetic piston engine. That's uh, that's uh, uh, like the electricity source comes from my over unity generator about this size. Sits into the car with a new magnetic piston engine and runs your cars. So your cars you no longer need uh, to fuel your car ever. And then in the ten years it takes to bring out the, the new technology, like you said, um, in the meantime all you'd be driving around in cars that don't require fuel. Yeah. And what about the potential of like a mini portal system? Like you could have a little a portal in every city so you can just like hop yeah. from city to city. That's, that's that's usually for government purposes. And the reason is because constant use of transporters has a uh, has a detrimental health effect. Oh, OK. Which is why uh, they don't really want to use transporters. That's why when uh, uh, Corey told you that they, they took him up to the loach in a, in a uh, shuttle. They didn't yeah. transport them up to up to the loads. I mean, the yeah. uh, lunar lunar operation. Band, they didn't transport them. They had been transporting uh, scientists there for years, and then they started deteriorating mentally, getting uh, uh, Alzheimer's really soon. And they realized it was because they were using the transporters. So they stopped using the transporters for anything else but essential uh, military operations. And then they went back to using shuttles because the warp one shuttle gets there soon enough. Thirty minutes, you're on. You're 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 you. you it takes more. It takes more time to uh, get the permission to land than it does to get there in a warp one shuttle. So warp one ships, uh, and and that's gonna that's gonna be debated again. Uh, but they already know that they that they don't want people using transports regularly because it does have detrimental health effects. So <laughs> this, I just keep coming up with new, more questions, but. Well, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. This is <laughs> you. You know anybody else that actually has real answers? Can we. No you got to be an advanced that. physicist. You got first. You got to become a advanced physicist before you can really do this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you've been. I mean, you haven't come public. I know you've done a few radio shows with somebody before that really didn't get much views. I don't believe. Jan, um, and it's a radio show, Janelist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but outside of that, um, you haven't really come forward publicly. No. No. Um, so this is like this is new information for a lot of the viewers right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys probably have a better viewing than Janet did, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, sure, you know, it's still you Janet know. does. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. Okay, so talking about like we, if we're going to transition like that, it's going to take an entire reset of our infrastructure because. I mean, we have it. Our whole world is to, is built right now to serve this old system. Yeah. So I'm, I'm. It's so hard to imagine what that transition would even look like because we'll have factories and airliners and all this stuff that are just of no use anymore, unless they'll still be. It's going to be a transition well, phase. It could maybe be like retrofitted with some. Well, it, it, I'll just give you an example. We're not really getting rid of the co the, the companies like you think. For example, uh, the fastest way to, to bring the tech out to you in a vehicle is to actually swap in a magnetic piston engine. 
yeah. uh, for your gas engine. And that can be done within a year very quickly. But in order to do that, we have to go to each of the manufacturers of those gas engines and get their engineering teams to develop the specific ones for their specific vehicles. So we, we have to use the current corporations. All yeah. of them. Mm, that's what I, yeah, exactly. So what is Elon Musk? What's his role actually right now? Who is, does any, do you have any intel who on who, who is he? Cause he's, he's this anomaly. We don't know if he's a white hat or a black hat. I mean, yeah, you know, they keep asking you that. Uh, he doesn't, they really didn't tell him anything. They haven't told him anything. So he's, he's, he's not really neither. He kind of, he sucked up to the money from the ICC. He doesn't really know he's serving the ICC, perpetuating the rocket ruse and other, uh, ruses, you know, um, that the ICC put on in order to suppress the technology. Elon, like all the other uh, companies, will want to know, well, what 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 technology can I manufacture? Uh, for instance, uh, all of his all of his electric vehicles, we we throw away the battery and we, we give them a a, a fifth force generator. Six force generators will do the same thing, but they're a lot more expensive and a lot smaller. Six force is a, a lot has a lot more power density. Six force generator this size will will do what a a, a, a fifth force generator a magnetic Magnetic energy is fifth force. Sixth force generator uh, also produces electricity. It will run Elon's car and it's like that size. And we'll probably end up uh, releasing the sixth force generators for the electric vehicles because the battery is so big. We have to kick out a 615 uh, kilowatt generator and that's a little bit too big on the fifth force. So we'll have to uh, do that with a, uh, a little sixth force generator for his electric cars and then he manufactures those. Yeah. Get it? Yeah, I, I Everybody, did. Everybody's, everybody's going to be involved in the transition. Everybody's uh, going to be involved in the transition. You know, what's interesting about the electric car is I, I saw something online the other day. This guy developed it on his own. He hooked up basically like a bike chain system to his, to his wheel, to his rear wheel that would actually charge the battery while he's, while he's driving. So yeah, you, yep, you can do that. You never mm -hmm. have to plug but it in. It in an electric car, they, they, they hooked up something to the, that's wheel, what I'm talking about. Charging it as it drove. That's, that's, that's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. Yep, oh, you, 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 okay. you can, you can, I'm sorry. I didn't mean bicycle. I meant car. Said bike. No, yeah. no, I said they put like a bicycle chain on, oh, the, on okay. the wheel. Of the, You're talking about the same thing that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like the whole charging station thing is just another it's just pointless. It's like we're just yeah. spinning our wheels here, you know? Well, more than likely for Elon's, uh, it, there'll be a little bit, a little bit six force generator like this in, in the last 30 years. And, and it just kicks out 615 kilowatts continuous. Um, and, and his batteries weigh over a thousand pounds. I don't know if you knew that. Those batteries weigh yeah. over a thousand pounds. Can you imagine how fast those cars will get rid of those batteries? Yeah. And this thing's only weighs a few pounds, you know? Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. He's going to he's going to get those. Of course, it'll be patented. You know, he can't he'll have to pay for the, the patent license. You know, he'll have to pay it, for the patent license, which which he'll gladly do. You know, Tyler, wasn't it uh, Alex Collier that mentioned SpaceX was going to be used to release yeah. a lot of advanced technology? Like Alex Collier said that not that long ago. Um, that was like the intel that he got. So no, they're, no, they're not going to do that. I'm, I'm absolutely certain. The the vehicle that they want they the vehicle they want me to design is an inexpensive warp one ship for people to individually drive all around the solar system. You're all okay. a lot of you are going to be and well, they want me to make it inexpensive well, so it's accessible to the regular person. Maybe but SpaceX is not going to be used to release any technology. You don't think? Like the, no, no, he'll he, he'll be allowed to manufacture. He'll he'll purchase the license to the technology from my company or a com or a company okay. like mine that. 
you know? I and think then, that's, then, I think that's what he meant. I that's meant, what he, meant. he yeah. probably meant that they're going to like start showcasing this technology via Space Force v or SpaceX vehicles, yes. yeah. show the world that like we have this capability. Yeah. Um, so it can be integrated. Get, like something they just, SpaceX yeah. just developed. But, but it's not a rocket. It's a, it's a six force, it's a six force ship. It's a little six yeah. force ship. Yeah. yeah. Real inexpensive and an individual could drive it and we make them for uh one seaters, four seaters, eight seaters, you know. Oh. That that's what that's what I've been asked to to design. Which which is actually really easy. Just looking over my notes here to see um a lot of the stuff I want to cover has to do with your testimony. So So do you want to take a break and then I can Yeah, yeah. So guys, we're going to go ahead and go to the bathroom and stuff, yeah. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up, guys. And uh, thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you for the donations. Thank you for everybody who supports us. Um, we can't do this without you. Uh, definitely stay tuned for the next one because um, you know it's going to be good. We, I can't wait to dive into the testimony. Um, that's actually why I wanted to do this in the first place. I had no idea Dan was... The 20 and back, yeah. Yeah, I, I had no idea that all this other information came along with it. So see you guys next time.